Hello, aloha, hola, and konnichiwa. Welcome back to today's podcast. You're listening to Anchor FM through Hawknet Radio. This is your host, Naya Hardeyes, in the studio right now, about to give you guys some great content. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today is going to be episode nine, and we have some great stuff coming up. But before we go into tonight's episode, I want to go over things that we have gone over in the past few episodes. So for one, which was my favorite episode, episode five, if you guys are interested, tune in. It was about my weight loss journey. I lost 50 pounds and I've maintained it for two years so far. I'm very proud of that. That's one of my biggest accomplishments, especially as a boss lady, you know, and able to just being able to trust your body and yourself is just a different boss level. I went over, you know, balancing your mind, your spirit, your body, your diet, how to make good routines, time management, trial and error, change, obstacles, good habits, bad habits, and just things along those lines. So for today's episode, episode nine, we are going to go over some things you would want to know being a boss, starting a business. Uh, I wanted to do this type of podcast because I just flared some interest in it myself, you know, just trying to build up a team or Things along those lines, I don't want to say much because I am about to get into it. So with that being said, coming up, we have um, starting a team, how to do it. So as a boss or a business owner, even if it's a small business, you know, the right ways to start up a team. I want to go over that with you guys. I want to go over how to be a team player, you know, just things that you can do to just give your full potential to the um, bigger cause or the cause that you have behind it. And then coming up is going to be how to find better opportunities or, you know, just opportunities in general. I'm going to go into some scientific ways, but I'm also going to go over, obviously, ways that I've done it and that's worked for me because it might work for you guys listening out there. I know if you're a continuous listener, you probably are a continuous listener because it might the way I'm saying things or word things, whatever, is just working for you. And I appreciate that. And I'm glad, you know, even if it's for one person, one ear, it's working, it's working. <laughs> and then coming up after finding those opportunities is how to never lose motivation. You guys, motivation is the biggest thing to reach your goal because besides consistency, You need that motivation because you're not going to stay consistent if you're not motivated. So I'm super excited for those things coming up. But before we just jump into how to start a team or join a team, I'm going to go into some music. You know how it is. So this is going to be a song right back by Khalid featuring a boogie. I hope you guys enjoy it. And I can't wait to talk a little bit about it after our break and before we get into joining a team. Y'all enjoy. I couldn't admit it, and I just don't want you to waste my time. 
time, cause I'm trying to get with you. I be feeling down, but I'm fine when I'm with you. You be thinking I be lying when I say I miss you, girl. You know I'm on your body, on your body like a tissue. They be calling you Illuminati when I'm with you. I say maybe it's your third eye, I love you too. BBS is on me, look like now. Ladies, look you up, I bet you never go back to the guy that was with you. She got every pair, Chanel out of Soho. Try it back, go hit the city to show off. And when you get dressed up, you take power. She be girl, you know you can do whatever you got. Power. Come me sitting in my, my phone, I've been waiting for hours I'm all lost in the mirror, pics of you fresh out the shower So I might as well swing over to your place mm-hmm. It's crowded And I here, but I'll be there at if the traffic allows it Sit you down, I can show you around if you but for you, I got something to prove What do you say? What do you say? Should we bring it right back? Honestly, it's better like that I know we've been falling off track Bring it right back I just let the time no pass We don't gotta take it too fast Bring it right back You don't gotta stay the night I just wanna take the time If you wanna get faded But if that's not the vibe Yeah, it's cool We can save it for later, yeah. I just like the way it feels When you're around When you're around, uh. Now I know I'm not dating, uh. Maybe soon, by the way Things go, we've been talking for ages Take it step by step Slow it down, we just need to be patient, uh. The love feels good and it's real, it'll all work out It'll all work out, yeah. Should we bring it right back? Right? Honestly, it's better like that I know we've been falling on the Bring it right back I just let the time no pass We don't gotta take it too fast Bring it right back You don't gotta stay the night I just wanna take the time I know all the things you like Make me if the mood is right guys that song right there was right back by khalid uh this is a song from his album free spirit which was dropped in 2019 
Also, just a quick story, that whole album was such a vibe, especially just I graduated 2019, so when that album came out, I was vibing, jamming, and you know, it's all about the good vibes around here, keeping positive energy, and he definitely just has that spread out throughout all of his songs within this whole album. I would definitely tune in. I hope you guys enjoyed that song. Some information, I know we've gone over or we've talked about Khalid in previous episodes, but Real quick, you know what we gotta do. Real name is Khalid Donald Robinson. He's original. For, he's originally Fort Stewart, Georgia. His birthday is February 11th, 1998. So that makes him 22 years young, which makes me even more motivated to reach my goals because look at him. He's just from Georgia, only a state over because we're in Florida here. If you guys didn't know, Nye Hard Eyes is located in Florida. But he's only one state away and he's living his dream doing what he loves it's obvious because you know he has his own voice his own tune his own like genre almost you know that's what i really like about him he's very true to his own music and that's just something i admire about any artist if they can stay true to their style of music also about um khalid he was a military kid so he was moving around a lot, but he did take interest in singing and he um, studied musical arts in high school as well. And he took off, like he got popular from SoundCloud. So for you guys out there listening who have aspirations to be a music artist, producer, just make beats or whatever it may be along music lines, Khalid got famous off of SoundCloud. So post your stuff on SoundCloud, on Spotify, on iTunes wherever you need to get it on as many platforms as possible to get your music out there for it to be heard because look Khalid's only 22 and just from SoundCloud he is secured for life I bet he's financially free for life too so you know that should be all of our goals especially as bosses but I'm super proud of Khalid I really enjoyed that song I hope you guys did too but now let's get into some real facts facts all right so Let's talk about what it is to start a team or joining a team or just how to do it. Just things along those lines, because we're business owners or we just want to start those businesses. We have to do it correct. When joining a team, um, that just means you have to come together as a team to achieve a common goal. So as the owner, you want to make sure when you're bringing people in that they know the common goal. If they can't grasp that, if they can't even see it and see more into it i wouldn't even bother getting them because it might just be a waste of both of y'all's time i'm not trying to be mean or like rude but i'm gonna be honest with you the bosses out here listening real talk with nine hard eyes you know bossing up so let's get into joining a team all right so i'm getting this information from medium.com it's by eric uh Horgesen, and he is talking more along the lines of army just army recruiting kind of thing but that's still just a team and i feel like this will collaborate well with what i want to go over with you guys so let me just get right into it it says you go to war with the army that you have not the army that you want luckily we have the opportunity to draft our own surgeons sergeants and soldiers the quality of a recruiting process is what determines whether you go to war with the best army possible will you draft the best soldiers or will you have to fight against them In this edition of Evergreen, we'll break down what it takes to build a world-class recruiting process so you build a team to take on anything. So, taking a break from that right there. 
you want to make sure you get a team that can get through anything and that's why you want to make sure they understand the common goal because if they don't you're gonna have heads in your team just kind of going against each other which is not going to be beneficial at all you want to make sure we're all one i open-minded but like you know with the same common goal just one end picture end result so with that being said let's get into sourcing it says in the whole world of talented employees out there the challenge is finding those that are perfect to fit your company seems impossible it's like having to find a new soulmate for every new job opening all right as a constant fountain of wisdom for startups most of which can be applied by any business Autumn's opinions on sourcing these gems are pulled um on his blog from how to hire so it says from altman's blog it says basically this boils down to use your personal networks more by at least a 10 times margin the best candidate sources i've ever seen as are friends and friends of friends even if you think you can't get these people go after the best ones relentlessly if it works out five percent of the time it will stay it will be worth it all the best startups i know to i know manage to hire like these for much longer than one you would think possible most bad startups make excuses for not doing this so break in right there real quick i just want to say he is saying that it is important or not even that it's important but it's beneficial to hire your friends or friends of friends because i mean one personally if i were to hire my friends one i can whip them into shape way more easier you know i could just tell them exactly what i want I don't have I mean I would want to be professional because it is a business but you know like I can I could joke around and still get business done you know and have business talk with them so that's what I really really enjoy about what Altman has to say I'm gonna continue on um he said most bad startups make excuses for not doing this so you guys anything that doesn't go your way there's always an excuse obviously and what we need to work on is making sure there's no excuse you know stop making excuses for yourself be greater and stronger than your excuses so with that being said get your friends going your friends of friends you know the right people the right vibes you're not just gonna find them on the street and they i mean you can if you like you know promote it differently or the way you promote it might just affect it but still point is hire your friends of friends it's gonna be worth it altman says all right when you hire someone as soon as you're sure she's a star, you should sit down and, um, you know, get to know them. Because when you know you hire somebody or you, like, have somebody join your team who's going to be a star, you're going to want to get to know them because they're going to take your company to the next level. They might even have a better idea in your head than you did for your own company. So when you see that light in people, trust me, you're going to see it. It's not going to be like you have to dig for it and find it inside of them. No. Bosses recognize bosses and recognize big mindsets. So I would definitely recommend looking and, you know, actually giving time into that person that you're talking with or, you know, about to hire because they might have a better or, you know, just a better idea as to like bringing your network or your company way further. So how to mine your employees network for gold. 
So lastly, for joining a team that I'm getting the information from Eric Horsten from medium.com. He says, go fishing in your talent pool. I never thought of a talent pool until I read this post from Human Workplace, how to recruit, how to recruit with a human voice. The whole piece is good. And this section on creating and using a talent pool as a source for job candidates is simple and brilliant. A talent pool is a community where fans, job seekers, and anyone who is interested in company can stay connected to you. Your talent pool helps you move your recruiting process out one at a time. Pausing right there. So I'm going to continue with the recruiting pool. But before I do, I just need to make sure you guys understand why it's important to recognize that talent. That talent, you know, we want to make sure we have a strong suit in every suit. You know, aces in their places. So I would definitely recommend like knowing what talents are needed for your your business, whether it's, you know, comedy, people person, um, problem solver, strength, physical strength, you know, like you have to make sure you see these talents within certain people. So to be continued, it says to remove your recruiting process out of one time event, um, someone applies for your job in your company and doesn't get it. You don't waste the time and energy you and you put it into a relationship already. A talent pool makes it easy for you to stay in touch with people who like your company. They could be retired. They could be living in a convention or, you know, just a little something, something to do with your company intentions of working for your company. And that's okay. The point of the talent pool is to build good energy or mojo between you and the talent community. Yes, I liked how he ended that. He said, build mojo, good energy between you and the community. So once you build that good mojo and, you know, just energy, that positive energy is going to make your team blossom. Because when you guys all have good energy, good vibes, it's going to uplift everybody else. And if you guys are already at that 110% mark with, you know, reaching your goals and just wanting all of that stuff, you're going to be at the 150 mark, which is just totally, totally incredible. So that's what Eric had to say about, you know, how to start up a team, who to look for, how to do it. And now before we wrap up joining a team and get into some other fun stuff, I want to just say how I know, I know it has nothing to do with a business, but I just want to go over the traits and things I looked for when I joined a team or, you know, we're allowing people onto my team for volleyball i was the captain of the team so this is just another boss moment that i can relate to so to join the team initially i wanted to give my all i wanted to show them that i have the um you know the process i have the energy i have the will i want to be disciplined i want to be you know just criticized and corrected and I showed them like, you know, like, you know, you can tell me you can constructively criticize me and I'm going to show you that I'm going to try to actually reach what you're telling me to do. You know, I made sure that that's what I displayed for the people watching me or deciding if I'm going to join the team or not. So once I showed that it was obvious they wanted me on their team because I was a go getter. I didn't stop. I didn't get discouraged. You know, I just kept going. I would just brush it off. Keep going. So that was something that I did well and that made me a star player and also led me to being a captain because I kept wanting to get better. And now when it came to allowing people on the team, like Eric mentioned, you know, you want to look for those star talents and you want to get to know them well. So when you see somebody 
jump in five feet off the air, which doesn't sound like much, but when you're only having a seven foot net, that's amazing. So, you know, you want to make sure you get them on your team. You want to make sure you learn from them because you don't want to just have them on your team and be like, yeah, I got this ace player. Now, now we're set. No, imagine having that one ace player, but that one ace player teaching the whole team to their level you guys are unstoppable so that's why it's important to make sure you find your talents to get your to know the people joining your team and only allow the people who really want to be there on your team that's going to be very important for joining a team and starting one up so thank you guys for listening on everything i had to say on that part i know it was a nice ramble jamble so we're gonna get into some music i hope you guys enjoyed everything i said so far thank you for staying engaged And I'll just get back to you guys right after this music break. I'm going to keep it short so we can talk some more about how to be a team player. Try to stop it, Mr. No, no, no. Royalty said, don't you? No, no, no. 
Try to stop it, miss it, go, 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 go. Bubble up and watch it, go, 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 go. Diamonds on my fist, my indie mid Come and rest your head, take your crown off. Oh. Woke up in the phone, need to take it slow. Oh. Said I'm moving too fast, need to take it slow. Oh. Take it slow, oh. Take it slow, oh. Trying to take my baby home. Oh. Take it slow, oh. Alright guys, that song was Already by Beyonce Knowles Carter. We already talked about Beyonce in a previous episode, but yet again, let's get some more fun facts about Queen Bee going. Okay, again, she is 39 years old, the Queen Virgo. Her birthday is September 4th, 1981. Some fun facts about this song is, you know, I like the fact she's like, time to shine already. You know, like, yes, already, let's do it. Let's get it because we're some bosses and we know it's about to happen. So <laughs> let's go for it. She's the number one Virgo recorded for being famous. She's number 35 for just most popular person born on September 4th. She was the number one person born September 4th. She is the number one famous person who is 39 years old. Uh, she was the number two most famous person born in Texas, but number one famous for being born in Houston, Texas. Um, just little things about her before the fame. She won her first school talent show with her um, song Imagine by John Lennon. Some family life. Her birth name is Beyonce Giselle Knowles. She's married to the rap star Jay-Z on April 4, 2008, and they had a daughter named Blue Ivy in 2012 followed by a pair of twins named Rummy and Sir in 2017. She has a sister named Solange and a half-brother named Nixon. She's associated with the rapper Kendrick Lamar on the song Freedom from her sixth studio album, Lemonade. And Lemonade, again, is that album that she dropped in 2016, which was the best year of music for the teens of the 2000s. So going and carrying on, let's not forget where you guys are at. You know where you're at. And if you don't, welcome to Hawknet Radio on Anchor FM. I'm your gorgeous host, Naya Hard Eyes, and I appreciate you guys tuning in for another classic episode. Nine, it's all about the team you're building, your team players, opportunities, and to never lose motivation. We have coming up, how to be a team player 
But yet again, I just want to recap on what we went over, which was making a team and how to do it and how I did it. So if you missed out, definitely I would listen in to what we had to say. But thank you again for tuning in to Boss Up with Nia Hard Eyes on Hawknet Radio on Anchor FM. Now, y'all, let's talk about how to be a team player. So when I went to go get some information, I hopped on the website Mind Tools. And it, this is by Sanya Wen. Uh, she posted this on April 22nd, 2018. And I like this because she talks about maximizing your contribution. So in the beginning, Wen says, have you worked for teams where everyone pitches in and you all work together in perfect harmony? Do you always play to your strengths in a team? Or are there any times when the group in yours doesn't get it? Either way, teamwork is such a vital way to completing projects that is worth the de- developing and refining the skill that will help you make a valuable contribution to whichever type of team you're in. Pause. So, I'm going to just go in about the skill. Skill goes along with the talent. So, as we were saying earlier on, it's important to recognize the skill set, the talent, you know, your stars and your aces in the places. So, as being a team player... You would want to like want to have good traits and have good skill sets and talents. So continuing, she says sports teams are a perfect example of how players work together can achieve much more than one player who is acting alone. For example, you may not be the best goal scorer, but you're great at moving the ball forward. You know that if you pass the ball to that one person who can score, the team has a better chance of winning. Everyone on the team plays a different role. According to their strengths and help by helping and encouraging one another along the way, you can make some inspiring things happen. So that's what I mean. Also, when you know your skills, you also need to know the people around you skills. Like I said, you know, rec- recognize real, recognize what it is, you know, um, and give credit where it's due. So if you know, like they said, for example, you're not a good scorer, but you're a good um, kicker. You know what I'm saying? then you would give to the ball to somebody who can score. So an example with building a team, you know, say you're really good with handling the people, but you need a partner who's going to be able to handle like the bookwork or, you know, like the actual like brains behind the business. So it's important to recognize and utilize the strengths that you have in your team. And then you need to know which, um, abilities and things you need to utilize to benefit the outcome so to continue off the sports pitch and back in the workplace we hear the term good team player a lot but what does this really mean in a business context what do leaders want from their team members and how can you make a more significant contribution to your team these are some of the questions we've addressed in this article We show you how to make a good team player, and we offer some tips on how to make a bigger contribution in the future. So she gets into, Wayne gets into the importance of a team player, and I really like what this has to say. So it says, teams are created for several reasons. They need to deliver a one-time project or work together on an ongoing basis. Either way, if you take advantage of the group's collective energy and creativity, The team can accomplish much more in less time. What does this mean for you? Teams are probably an integral part of how things are done in organization. If you show that you have the ability to work well with others, this could have a major impact on your career. 
So, I like I I like what Wen is bringing up about the importance behind it because it can impact your career. What that means is, you know, it can one speed up your career or two slow it down. Also, which I think was we really need to bring up because think about it, you want to have people around you who are gonna elevate you in life, not bring you down, not make you feel like, you know, you have to. You have to meet a certain requirement to fulfill something that they're missing. Like, no, if you're a team, you're one player and we do this together. So you're going to find each other and like pick each other up. Whatever your strong suit is, is going to carry his or her weak suit and vice versa. So being a team player needs, you know, you need to be supportive. You need to be um, utilizing the other people's abilities, too. So. Being in a team role, let's talk about the Beblin models. What the Beblin model says that people tend to assume team roles are, and there are nine such roles that underlie the team success. These roles are as follow. All right, so shapers, people who challenge the team to improve. So when you are a team player, you want to have like these things, these nine things that I'm about to mention in mind. So let's just go over them into depth. So, the shaper, people who changes the team to improve. So, you know, you don't even have to be the best. You don't have to be the captain. Or you can be the captain. But as a shaper, you're the person who is challenging your team to improve, you know? Like, you want to go so hard against your own teammates so we can be prepared for anything. I remember this in volleyball where um, varsity would play against the junior varsity just so the junior, junior varsity can have a really good competition and really be ready to kill the junior varsity's teams and then you know move up to varsity immediately for the rest of the season so that's how i can correlate that with as a shaper next is implementers an implementer is the person who gets things done so you know this is the one who says you know or can recognize something that needs to be done such as you know like a certain move or footwork or even if it's work-related, you know, an implementer can be the person who just keeps things organized. So the person who gets things done is, you know, just always keeping us in track. You don't have to be the boss again, you know, but you want to have bosses around you who can be either shaper or implementer. All right, number three, she says, is a completer slash finisher. Yes, we need more people like this in the world. Before I even read what she has to say about it, I just want to say completers and finishers are the ones who conquer you know what i'm saying and the best feeling in the world honestly is conquering something and what wouldn't what would it what better could it be if you're not conquering a goal like why would you just try to conquer eating that whole donut because really is that beneficial no so a completer's last finisher to her is people who see that projects are completely are and are completed and thoroughly worked through yes so i would definitely agree with that you know you want to complete the project for sure but also just do it all gas no brakes you know like nothing no slack behind it that makes you an even bigger and stronger team player in my eyes all right coordinators people who take on the traditional team leader roles okay so coordinators you know let's it says traditional so i'm gonna correlate that more towards like captain wise but I say the team leaders or, you know, just the coordinators, they have 
the mindset behind it they can see from a bird eye view what's going on and you know they have just more control of a situation which are why which is why we always want to have a captain or you know a coordinator quote unquote so i really like that we need a coordinator and team role that is important i know it is one team but you know you need the head dog and that's why we're all gonna be bosses right guys <laughs> all right team workers are people who are negotiators and make sure the team is working together yes you need you need those people in the backfield you know who are steady pushing you to your best potential because that's what we need to just keep on just elevating each other and motivating each other because that's what it's all about you know you have to be a team worker because that's a person who negotiates and makes sure the team is working together as long as we're working together we're moving together you know it's gonna meet us at a common area and that's the point of having a team because you are reaching a common goal so as long as you guys are making each other's way up to the same ladder then it's okay that's the type of negotiating we want all right next is resource investigators people who think or no i'm sorry people who work with external stakeholders and help the team meet the objective so you're gonna really just push your team to their best potential that's really what it is when you're a resource investigator and then plants are people who come up with new ideas and approaches you want these plants in your teams because they're the one that might just change the game up and give you a reason to conquer the next decade of whatever goal you guys are reaching you know what i'm saying like it could be life-changing just by having these plant type of people on your team so that's something you would also want when it comes to hiring and finding and just creating a group or a team all right next is monitor evaluators which are people who analyze and evaluate ideas that other people come up with so you know some things sound better in your head but you know some things can actually be really good down on paper so it's important to have these monitor and evaluators because they can just really set aside time to think about like what is really about to happen like are we really about to do this or you know can we make this decision is this going to be beneficial is it not going to be beneficial they just take everything into stake versus just thinking hey this is a great idea let's just go for it and run with it no they're going to think of every single escape route you know other routine other tri trial that you can just take around it to try to beat around it but no these monitors are definitely going to make sure we're doing something that's only going to be beneficial for not only just personal but as a togetherness as a team and as a company and last is a specialist which are people with specialist knowledge that is needed to get the job done so i could just relate this to volleyball again i know if you guys don't know volleyball you're gonna learn a lot about it by the end of our our first season of boss up with my hard eyes but anyways a, a specialist they're saying i had a specialist in volleyball she was a defensive specialist we call her shorter ds you know i was a ds at one point too so a defensive specialist you make sure you get every single dig if you don't know what every single dig is right now pretty much when the other team spikes the ball down hard at you you get it up before it touches the floor you know you dig the ball you dig it up so i was a ds that was my specialty because that's what ds's do they dig balls and if you are a specialist that is like just exactly what you are known for so that's why i took pride in knowing i was a defensive specialist because it's something that you know nobody else had 
or you can only earn that spot because you actually put in the work to get that title. You know what I'm saying? So it's important to have specialists on your teams. Now, I want to talk about how I did it, how I was a team player, and how I led by example. So what I did was I just... I just took the extra mile like I did the things that I wish somebody would do for me and expect nothing in return and I know it sounds like uh so easier said than done no trust me it is easier said than done but to actually genuinely after time like mean it it's a great feeling you don't even like mean to do it for just anything in return you just do it for like just feelings of greatness you know because you did something good for somebody and just I also was a team player because I was helpful and I was supportive with my people you know I always just kept their heads up I gave them no reason to feel like oh we're doing bad or we're gonna we're not gonna reach our goal like no even if it was in the workplace or on the court I made sure that my team knew I was being supportive so when it did come to the workplace and I was a team player that's why I was able to mup to move up a position um, I got a promotion at my last um, restaurant job. I went to a shift lead. As soon as I turned 18, they made me a shift lead, which was really um, a great of accomplishment as well because that's just an extension of management. And like I said, boss lady since a young age. So it was great to be a team player because they re- recognized that since I was a team player, I can handle my business and I can get stuff done and, you know, just make sure it's done accordingly so with all that being said that is how to be a team player i wobbled and wobbled with what saina had to say and i also mentioned things that i did like taking the extra mile to make sure i was a good team player and being helpful and supportive but now guys let's wrap it in to where we're at boss up with nine hard eyes this is episode nine and we're talking about teams We're talking about how to start one, how to be a team player, how to find good opportunities or better opportunities and just never lose motivation. So with that being said, let's not forget we're right here on Hawknet Radio through Anchor FM on this lovely Tuesday, October 27th. Uh, We're going to get into how to find better opportunities in just a second. All right, now let's talk about how we're going to find better opportunities. Before we talk about it, we got to understand also that opportunities don't just come to us. We have to sometimes create them or seek them. So I'm going to begin with some information that I'm getting from Inc.com from Danny Meyer. Uh, This is going to be some information I find pretty useful. So it says, what makes a good business opportunity? So it says, finding good businesses businesses and opportunities isn't going to mean that you can't recognize it recognizing good opportunities take talent whether you're looking for something to sink your teeth into or you already had success once and want to find it again you really have to know what to look for what to ask yourself and be able to envision the future there are also many different types of business opportunities including distributor deals supply deals franchise ownership website acquisitions, and more, which you can learn about here. Understanding which type of opportunity you're looking for and having a few goals in mind is crucial and will help determine which factor is good opportunity. So again, 
recognizing that talent is going to be very important when it comes to, you know, just need opportunity to come up is what's really going to make the difference between a good and a bad business. So to continue says, however, there are a few general things that you should always be presented by with a good opportunity, no matter the type. So the four are the product of service will meet a need and, you know, well, let's not even talk about four. Let's just talk about that main one because when your business arises and it's time for your business to take off, is the actual product you're selling or goal you're seeking going to be effective and, you know, bring more opportunities and make better opportunities for other people? So it says one, the product of service will meet a need. This can be a tough characteristic to find when looking for new opportunities but it's probably one of the most important. Whenever you evaluate an opportunity, ask yourself, is there is really a need for the product or service? Does the product or service solve a problem for consumers? You may want to consider using Google consumer surveys or similar survey services to talk directly to the target audience. After all, it's the best way to see it. So you guys, when you make that opportunity, not only are you thinking is it going to do well for yourself and your business but like are people actually going to feed into what you're offering and you know actually want to buy whatever it is you might be selling so more things to think about when it comes to having a good business and you know creating good opportunities and finding them is think of your work as super super important So with that being said, no matter how dull or uninteresting or seemingly useless the project, assume a higher purpose in driving it. Bring your best talents and most dedicated attitude to it. What you you think changes how you feel and what you do. People will respond to the importance you place on the work that you're executing. Develop a habit of honoring your work. People will place more value on the work you do and start to look for opportunities where they might use for higher level abilities. Next was beware of the potential of your impact. The way you look, the smile you give, the way you answer or on your cell phone, each causes a response in someone you might never be told. So yes, with that just right there, I'm going to pause and I'm going to ride people to be mindful because not only do you have to be mindful for yourself and like the benefit of your company or whatever your end goal is going to be, but be mindful for your enemies also because I know this is kind of like steering off track right now, but being mindful when it comes to good opportunities also is knowing the difference between good and bad. So just know when an enemy is listening or, you know, if you're doing an interview and you can see someone turning their back on you and just, you know, running off with your idea or even worse, you know, like actually just taking over it. Like, be careful with those things. I just want to say that before I get any deeper into these opportunities and its impact. So to be continued, everything you do has an impact when you make decisions. Think them through to understand how they will affect other people. Develop a habit of considering how your actions affect people around you. People will see that you make work easier rather than making them making more work for them. So with that being said, it's another example of leading by example. You know, if you want to create bosses, you have to work 
like a boss nonstop. You can't just, you know, oh, I, I'm going to decide to work today and then half-ass my job tomorrow and then, you know, 75% it and then not even show up the next day or the next day, but then work all day the next five days and then you know that cycle you don't want to fall into that cycle you want to have those good opportunities come your way so now i want to talk about some opportunities that come my way and how i even found them or was lucky enough to find them so one opportunity i found was when i was in volleyball season a recruiter came up and told me you know hey you have the potential which and you know my work of craft was volleyball at the time so my recruiter was like hey you have potential i want to get you your potential used and you know blah, blah 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 please do this and you'll be able to you know maybe go somewhere so i'm like okay but i can't wait <laughs> so i used that potential and i just you know i really stuck with it and ran with it so that was an opportunity that came above me and i had to take it that was a good one you know another one was when i was working and just my energy towards the table i was having a good morning you know i'm taking good care of them great service and they start to tell me about their business and they do stock marketing and you know just stocks in general and they're telling me so much useful 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 information that i never thought i would be able to like even understand or like find out about but just because of the way i am and my personality opportunities came my way um another great great example of just opportunities not even me seeking them but them finding me it was when i was working at ufit health clubs earlier on in 2020 i would say january to like february march I was only there for a short time because of COVID, but to continue, um, I had so much more free time on my hands because, you know, working at the gym, you just clock people in, make them pay for their gym membership or Gatorade, whatever they want. So I had so much extra time on my hands. So what I did on the meantime to just stay productive was either, you know, be on the computer, do some homework, or um, I would begin reading my book which was Option B by Sheryl Sandberg, and which was so good. It was about how her husband passed away unexpectedly and how she has to deal with life so unexpectedly, but it happens to the most of us. And just, you know, it was very an uplifting book, self-motivating for sure. And I came across a very, very well-put-together young man, and he brought his wife to the gym all the time, which I admired just that in general. It was a 5 o'clock in the morning type of couple, they would come in and they would see me reading my book and they'd be like, hey, you know, that's a really interesting book. What makes what makes you read it? And I'm like, I just want to make, I want to better myself, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I was only 18 at the time and they just saw that and their eyes opened wide. And it's just like, you know, I didn't say that because I wanted to impress them. Like I did for real, wanted to read this book. I grabbed this book. I picked this book because I want to better myself and I want to read what it's about. So with that being said, it turned into just us having multiple just meetups. We would have meetings, you know, we would talk about our future, our goals, like how I plan on doing it, what they wanted to do, how they plan on doing it, you know, their marriage, um, knowing each other since high school. You know, I was a high school or I am in high school myself or was at the time. So they were just like, you know, just completely impressed with where I was starting versus where they're at now and where they started so and that was just an opportunity that came my way because i stuck to my word and it's just like you are what you attract so don't worry 
if you are seeking to find great people because you know there's greatness within you you have to show it you have to like be that example that these people want to follow and like you know they want you to be the leader so with that being said those opportunities came my way and i am grateful for them and lastly the next great opportunities i had was working at a brand new facility every single job every single job i've had besides you fit for some reason <laughs> was a brand new built building and i just find that like a great opportunity because i'm entering with a new team we all are following the same goal and it's just a great way and reason i feel like i became such a boss and i feel like i'm more uh, just ahead for my day and age or just you know people my age because i just feel like i had this great opportunity to always start my new job with a new team who was all new to the same thing so it was just it's very refreshing you know i'm grateful for the opportunities i had but yes and then also just being at work people just came up to me with opportunities every time now that i think about it because it was me at work at kiki's and the table told me about stock marketing and how i can get into that and then it was at the gym where i was just doing my thing and they were like you know they admired that and they started having meetings with me about my goals and how they could help and you know blah 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 so you know one day i know that opportunity is going to come as long as i keep doing what i'm doing so if i had to say one thing you guys keep doing what your heart desires you know all gas no brakes don't stop because those opportunities will stop if you do all right that was a wrap up for opportunities i'm gonna get into a quick little music break this is gonna be lose my breath by beyonce another song by the queen herself i hope you guys enjoy and are ready to hear what we have coming up
Yes, baby boy, make me lose my breath because you're going to take it away because you're going to become a boss just like me, right? <laughs> okay, that was Lose My Breath by Beyonce Knowles, but sang with her fellow Destiny Child's co-stars, Kelly Rowland and Michelle. They are very popular. They took their debut in 1997, so exactly 23 years ago when they officially took off besides being named one of the top 10 girl groups of all time and pretty much fostering the birth of queen b um destiny childs has been through a lot throughout its tenure ahead 50 things um i want to tell you guys well not 50 but a good amount of things that i want to give you guys fun facts about destiny childs and this group before beyonce and all of them just went their own ways for their own music careers so it says Beyonce's father was their manager. His name was Matthew Knowles and he helped the girls rise to fame. I find that just very intriguing because, you know, just as a man, let alone father, it's hard to really, you know, um, you know, get along, not get along, but, you know, like really understand and be that supportive person. But I'm glad that Matthew was there for her and her friends. And they also say that Beyonce would host the dance practices and song practices in their garage, the family garage in Houston, Texas, or they would practice at Beyonce's mom's hair salon. Um, they were originally called Girls' Time, and they formed in 1990, seven years before they officially signed to a record label as Destiny's Child. Uh, Beyonce was only nine years old when Girls' Time formed, which is very good age especially just considering how young she was and it's um it's cool to just know that the girls began as a group of six and that didn't include michelle williams at first but then it's just you know the irony because at the end it was just kelly Rowland, michelle williams and beyonce knowles which i just find great considering there was already six without her um they transitioned to a group of four which included lativa robinson but still no Michelle. It was still a great group. They were still blossoming, but that's when they took off in 1997, as said, to become Destiny Child. And also, they performed on Star Church, which was pretty much like um, a talent show for those singers. Destiny Child was the world's top-selling female local group between 1997 and 2005, so they are really taking off in the early 2000s. They were just owning it they have sold over 60 million records and have recorded five albums only 
So within just five albums, they sold that many records. And the name Destiny Childs is derived from a passage in the book of Isaiah. The women are known for their Christian roots. Yes, I love that. So, and also it sounds like they're here to conquer Destiny Child. They performed at the Victoria's Secrets Fashion Show in 2002. And Roland has a big fashion regret during this group. She says, one that sticks out, uh, these little yellow dresses with feathers at the bottom of it. We, we, we look like little chickens on Easter in middle school. But I think I remember going through the whole clueless phase. And it was clueless goes all wrong. I thought I was Dion. And it was just went all wrong. I had a there's some time, something about Mary moment of clueless moment. And I was like, just chill on movies, Cal. I love that. So yeah, you know, early in the 2000s, they didn't dress the best. But if you saw the yellow dress, you would understand, you guys. So those were just some fun facts about Destiny Child and things along those lines. Really love that girls group. It is motivating, you know, those lady bosses doing their own thing when they still went their own way. So congrats to them. You guys, I know you're excited to hear what's coming up. And that is never losing motivation. How to never lose motivation. How to stay motivated. So I know motivation, you know. For people, it comes and goes, but for bosses, it has to stick around forever. So I'm getting my great information from the website zenhabit.net by Leo Babuta, I believe if I'm pronouncing that correctly. And it says, to begin, what is motivation? It's what's going to like help you you know, get to the next level because you are just consistently doing something. That's motivation to me. So Leo goes on by listing five tips that I really want to go over and go into depth with, elaborate on. Um, the five tips are, you know, for motivation to never lose it is uh, one, you know, just one goal. Stay consistent. Find your inspiration and get excited for what you're doing. You know, keep that excitement. Keep that fire. Um, commit publicity, pub- publicity, publicly, and um, think about the benefits. So... To elaborate, let's start with the first one we're talking about, which is the one goal. So Leo goes on by saying, one goal is whenever I've been in a slump, I've discovered that it's often because I have too much going on in my life. I'm trying to do too much and it saps my energy and motivates and motivation. It's probably the most common mistake that people make. They try to take one too much and then they can't focus on one goal. I've tried it many times. You have to choose one goal. For now, focus on it completely. I know, it's hard. Still, I speak from experience. You can always do your own or other goals when you've accomplished one goal. So you guys, pretty much just saying, take it one step at a time. When it comes to reaching your goals and your like passionate goals, one step at a time. Don't look at like how many things you can kill with one bird, one stone. No, just focus on your one goal next was finding inspiration so finding inspiration for me comes from others who have achieved what i want to achieve or who are currently doing it i read other blogs books magazines i google my goal and read success stories zen habit is one place for inspirations not only for me but for many other readers who have achieved amazing things so this website that i'm getting the information off of guys check it out if you want to get motivated to see what people you want or wish you were doing or doing and how it is going and how's it to do it i think it will be very helpful finding inspiration also you know one it inspires you 
but you're you being so inspired will inspire the next person and remember somebody is always always gonna be watching you just looking up to you not even like watching you in a bad way so next is get excited i know getting excited what much can we know about it but pretty much leo goes on by saying this sounds obvious but most people don't think about it much if you want to break out of a slump get yourself excited about a goal how can you do that when you don't feel motivated well it starts with inspiration from others and you have to take that excitement and build on it for me i've learned by taking my wife about it and others and reading much about it as possible and visualizing what it would be like to be successful and seeing possible and visualize what it would be to be that successful. I get excited about a goal. Once I've done that, I just matter of carrying that energy forward and keeping it going. So it's about, yeah, having high energy, getting excited, just knowing like you have a purpose and you need to stay with that fire under your butt, you know? Whatever your one goal is, make sure you pick something where you know that flame isn't gonna go out anytime soon because you want that fire under your butt to stay motivated to stay excited so i would definitely recommend all of that next is commit publicly for this uh leo goes on by saying none of us like to do bad influences in front of others we will go the extra mile to do something we've said publicly for example when i wanted to run my first marathon I started writing a column about it in my local daily newspaper. The entire island of Guam, population 160K, knew about my goal. I couldn't back down, and even though my motivation came and went, I stuck with it and completed it. Now, you don't have to commit to your goals in your daily newspaper, but you can do it with your friends and family and coworkers. And you can do it on your blog and have one, and hold yourself accountable. Just don't commit once, but commit to growing giving progress updates to everyone every week or so so exactly like i said once you get that inspo you have to live it on because you are inspiring other people now and it's important to keep those other people inspired because it's just a chain reaction of goodness if we're just like being a reaction of boss ladies and mans like it's just gonna be a great outcome because we're just becoming just a better and bosser place to live an environment which is never ever too wrong so commit publicly for me the best way i committed publicly is with my weight loss journey i would just purposely tell people no i'm not hungry even when i was starving i know it sounds terrible but it was just my chubby version telling me i was starving i really wasn't starving because if i was starving i wouldn't be alive today and in the grace of god by him himself i am here today so the point is, I was just, you know, I would tell people like, no, nope, I'm not hungry. And, you know, how bad would I look if I just told people I'm not hungry and then I kept eating? You know, that is just a not very healthy trait to have. So that was one thing that I kept on saying and that I had to stick to. And that was just a way that I was able to commit publicly. Another one was when, you know, my clothes my clothes weren't fitting right. I mean, I couldn't go on a shopping spree, shopping haul. It was my senior year of high school. Like, I was barely working. So I had to wear the looser clothes. But, you know, I would tighten it up or I would wear a cute belt to make it look good and singe on my waist. And then you just start noticing, like, dang, nice clothes aren't fitting. Nice clothes are getting skinnier. Like, that right there is just speaks publicly for itself. So that was just another 
um, way I commit it publicly, you guys. It's very simple. You don't have to do anything too crazy. And next, the next way to stay motivated are thinking about the benefits. So think about the benefits, not the difficulties. One common problem is that we are just, that we think about how hard something is. Exercise sounds so hard. Just thinking about it makes you tired, but instead of thinking about it, how hard is something to think about when you get it out of? For example, instead of thinking about how tired exercises can be, focus on how good you'll feel when you're done and how you'll be healthier and slimmer over the long run. The benefits of something will help you energize. So with that being said, exactly, always think about the benefit, whether it's in or for your business or whether it's just for your physical body and, you know, just well-being. For me, the way I thought of, you know, benefits is, like I said, the reason or, you know, the initiation of my weight loss journey was revenge because Khloe Kardashian said it herself. And I'll say it again. The best revenge is a hot body. So once I really developed that mentality and stuck to it, I had to just never lose that motivation, you know, I just needed to think about the benefits like it's the best revenge so that was a benefit for me and it was exactly what I wanted and exactly what I got so I couldn't I couldn't be more proud so how I did it was man all gas no breaks I once I started I couldn't stop I I I I couldn't I just couldn't I wouldn't I wanted to though but you know when you're just on fire like that and you just have that burning flame under your butt with motivation, you can't stop. You won't stop. You just want to keep on getting better. It's the best feeling ever, you guys. So really get into that motivational swing. I've come so far and I've definitely realized that because of my journey, it has humbled me and it makes me, it keeps me motivated, but also makes me just want to motivate others around me. So I really like the fact that I can have this podcast and that I have my YouTube channel in the works of being created to share and motivate others out there who can, you know, relate to what I have to say. So that's all we have for never losing motivation. You know how to stay motivated. I hope you guys enjoyed today's segments and today's, you know, just little things we went over and today's music, of course. I'm so happy that episode nine Um, It's coming to an end because that just makes me happier for episode 10, you guys. We have a great story coming up. We're going to have another um, great time listening to music. So I hope you guys are excited to hear what we have for next week's podcast. Remember, every Tuesday, you can catch Boss Up with Nia Hard Eyes posting on Hawknet Radio, Radio through Anchor FM. Once again, you guys, I won't see you for Halloween or talk to be able to talk to you for Halloween but I know Halloween will pass during this time being. So I'm going to say it now. Y'all have a safe and spooky Halloween. I will be enjoying myself as well. And maybe I can give you some updates in the next podcast about what I did. And maybe inspire you guys to do it as well. All right. Stay boss, ladies and, and men. You know, just keep conquering. Keep being a boss. And we will see you next time when you join us on Boss Up with Nia Hard Eyes. Bye.